Howdy ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hardats. And I'm Noah, co-host you know from right now. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show Monk right here each week. We're going to do so while eating a little bit of junk. So, Candace, your junk food's gonna it's it's weak this week. It's weak sauce. It's literally she has applesauce, people. It's terrible. I have I have fudge. I really stepped up my game. Yeah, this well, week. Noah has the fudge this week, and I have the applesauce. Sometimes you just need it for the wisdom teeth, you know. Yeah, but this. Or I just have better, a lot of so. leftover applesauce from the. You wisdom ate popcorn teeth. last week. Well, I mean, that's what I said. I, I have a lot of leftover mm, mm. applesauce. Mm. Also, you must know I've seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan. Started watching in 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I've seen season one and those we've done on the show, and a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So, if you're ready to start the show, Toby, take it away, my man. Here's what happened. This is Mr. Monk Goes to the Bank, season six, episode 12. Here's what happened. In the opening scene, we see two police officers outside of a bank debating on whether to give an abandoned car a parking ticket. They decide it's someone's lucky night as they walk away, and we see a slow pan from the outside bank moving to the inside and maneuvering back to the bank's vault where the entire gang is trapped inside pleading for help. Then we see two days prior, as Monk and Natalie eat breakfast in the kitchen while watching the news and it's reported that Mr. Monk's bank has been robbed. They go down in a hurry to see that his fears come true and Trudy's diamond bracelet has been stolen from his safe deposit box. After discovering it's an inside job, Monk goes undercover as a bank security guard to find out who may have committed the robbery. His suspicions land quickly on the branch manager but when he turns up dead, he knows there's more to the case. Interested in finding Trudy's bracelet first, he discovers that it's actually still in the bank, locked away in the vault. As the gang waits for one of the employees to unlock the box with the bracelet, Monk solves the case, which in turn causes the guilty employee to lock them inside the vault. It turns out the whole staff had robbed the bank, even the manager, but he spent his share of the money too soon, so he was killed. The remaining employees had staged the entire robbery and even shot an employee to sell their story. Now they were conspiring to kill the gang and keep them locked up in the vault over the weekend. Thankfully, using Trudy's bracelet, the captain is able to break into the control panel for the outside LED banner. Randy is able to send a message to his nemesis, and they are all saved by the living statue in the end. All right, so that was Mr. Monk Goes to the Bank. It was. Candace, what did you like about this episode? I'm actually going to start this week's like section with our viewer's voice for the week. Really? It keeps on getting shorter and shorter before you use the viewer's voice. (laughs) I know. Okay, so this viewer's voice is actually from Linda Gonzalez. She's from Arlington, Texas, who is a new junk monker in our little monker group on Facebook. So make sure you check that out. She's watched our YouTube videos, and she apparently has binge-watched Monk during quarantine and discovered the show recently and then discovered our podcast because she wanted just more things Monk, as we all (laughs) do, right? And yeah, so she found us and she contributed to this episode and she sent this really lengthy, but I I mean, I enjoy reading it. She sent a, a lengthy description of all the things that she liked in this episode 
And so just as we go through, she also has some plot holes and some crazy moments. So as we go through and we go back and forth with our stuff, I thought that I would just add, you know, add her little points in. Okay. And uh, one thing that she did is put the quotes, right? So we like to, you know, have the exact quotes correct. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's hard to do that while we're taking notes. And she did that. So I thought that was awesome. So we'll be reading some of those little scenes as we go through as well. Okay. All right. So do you have your first like? Oh, I do. I mean, I asked you what you liked, but then you were all... Well, but you it's, it's Linda's likes. It is Linda's likes. Linda's likes. Linda's likes. Alliteration. Okay. I like the I'm getting it back. Like, it's all, like, sick. And oh. Luke is like... He's talking about Trudy's bracelet mm-hmm. because it was stolen. He's like, I'm getting it back. As God is my witness. <laughs> and then he hits the, you know, not punches, but he hits the box like closed. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get this bracelet. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know about you, but straight off the bat, I had jury duty vibes. Yeah. I mean, you kind of said it, but you were like, oh, they all did it again. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Okay. But anyway, so yeah, it's, it's like they were all in on it, which the jury duty wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. It was just one person, but this was that mm-hmm. feel of Everyone. this is going to be about all of these employees. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, yeah, I thought that was good. Natalie trying to move Randy. Is, it's cute. I don't know why there's so much flirting. Natalie flirting in this episode. The Natalie flirt is very strong. Right? I will admit, yes. Over and over again. Randy and then Monk and then... Or not Sotomayor, but... It is... Yeah, strong flirting. Yes. I enjoyed. So this was one of Linda's likes as well, right? It's, I, it's arguably like the funniest scene. And like you said, Natalie flirting, it's so... Not out of character, but it's just so, like, extra from Natalie. Mm-hmm. Like, she's so flirty. So we have Natalie, who has walked up to Randy and doesn't know any of the statue backstory. And Randy's just standing there, frozen, looking off into space. And she walks up and she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Hello? Woohoo! hoo <laughs> And then she walks away and then turns around and jumps and holds on to him. And then she hops off and she picks up these two pencils. And she says, I'm going to take these two pencils and I'm going to stick them up your nose. Pencil number one. Pencil number two. And he's just standing there frozen in time (laughs) with these two pencils sticking up his nose. And then she just goes, "Uh, our tax dollars at work. So yeah, that was my that was my Randy versus Natalie. My next like is is it just me or has Natalie been amazing recently? I right yeah I put strong Natalie vibes, but she has been like so outspoken. Mm-hmm. Whereas normally it's very Natalie just does her job like she's standing next to Mr. Monk. She has her like one two punch you know sometimes, mm-hmm. but they've been giving her like a lot of dialogue, which I've been enjoying. I have very much been enjoying. It's like, ah, oh, it's just so good, you know. And I honestly like I I I'm glad that you said that because I honestly was thinking if Natalie's character was like this, not necessarily flirty, but just more outgoing and had a lot more lines. I feel like she, in in my opinion, right? Because my opinion, but in my opinion, she would be a much stronger contender against Sharona, like in my book, as far as if Natalie acted like this more often and that was more her character to be more outspoken and kind of make a few more jokes like that. Mm -hmm. Like I'd be like, wow, Natalie is a like 
wow, she's a great character. You know what I mean? Likeable, funny. Like, you know what I mean? Because again, obviously half the people are, if not more like Natalie better, but I'm saying is for me, for my personal opinion, I was like, man, if Natalie was like how she was in the cult and the bank, like if she was like this all the time, like she'd, she'd be up there as far as, you know, competing with Sharona for me. I mean, she already is up there for being honest. Let's be honest. She's already up there. Well, that's true. But my point is, for someone who is a Natalie fan already, her behavior lately has still stood mm-hmm. out to you, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So, yeah. That's true. Um, I like the quote, they're watching TV when they're doing the whole toast thing, and Natalie goes, wait a minute, isn't that your bank? And oh, he, yeah. he's just looking at it. For, he's looking at the TV for a few seconds. He goes, wait a minute, that's my bank. <laughs> Natalie, that's my bank. <laughs> Yes, and one of Linda's likes was in the same scene, the whole toaster issue, right? Mm-hmm. So the whole segment, they're s- scraping off the burnt toast, and she's like, you know, Mr. Monk, you need a new toaster, and it's a like a fire hazard, you need a new one. They're like, they're only $30, or you could see your house burn down around you. Well, I am renting. We'll just see what kind of you have. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so messed up. Uh, my next thing is, Right, so I said Randy versus Natalie. We have Randy versus the Silver Man. Right, so the very first time we mm-hmm. see them going toe to toe, he's trying to question this guy, and this guy's being completely unreasonable. <laughs> he's just being a statue. Like, you're talking to the police, dude. What are you doing? But whatever. And Randy's like, ah, and then the Silver Man gets down off the pedestal, and he's like. How would you like it if I came into your office and just screamed it ah, in your face? It's like, okay, yeah. So I saw her coming in. <laughs> so yeah, that's that was Randy versus the Silver Man. Um, I love Natalie's trying to flirt with Monk, and she's like, "Oh, you look so nice in your in your old uh, uh, police outfit and all this." And Monk goes, "Don't make me shoot you, Natalie." <laughs> she, oh yes, I put Natalie has got it. Bad. She really, really liked Monk in that uniform. Yeah. She's like, look at you. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> Keeps going at it. And then they, you know, a little bit more banter in between. And then, you know, have you figured it out? Have you solved the case yet? Who do you think? Who do you like for this? Whatever. And then he's like, I think it's so and so. And then she's like, look at you. <laughs> It, it reminds me of last episode, the cult, when she's like, "Oh, you did a good job, boss." At the very end. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of that. Really good job. Really good job, boss. <laughs> Call back to stress, yo-yo. Oh yeah. Monk walks into Slaughtermeyer's office, and Slaughtermeyer's, um, you know, like, you know, you don't just barge into people's offices like this. And Monk has a stress yo-yo, and he's playing with it as. Stottlemyre walks in. Mm-hmm. Okay, my next one is Randy versus Stottlemyre. Okay, this is my last Randy versus. <laughs> There's they're up at the desk in the headquarters. Randy's all mad. He says, "Man, there was eighty dollars in that bucket, non-taxed. He makes more than I do. He's just standing there. I could do that." And then Stottlemyre says, "Yes, you can." <laughs> <laughs> and then Randy says. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm going to do it. And then Stottlemyre says, but how will we know what job you're doing? And then Randy says, I'll be painted silver. 
Okay. Oh, another one of my likes is why is Natalie flirting? We should have shown Q this episode. Oh my gosh, he would have been like. So they're not dating? Are you sure they're not dating? Because I'm yeah. pretty sure they were dating. We watched like a normal episode, and, and then he asked that. But I this know. one was so flirty. I know. We need to get another guest host on here with us to do an episode so we yeah. can see if they pick up on vibes. I don't know if we can find anyone now that hasn't seen it, but that would be fun. It would be fun. Okay, another Linda-like here. More flirting, right? About the uniform. They're sitting in front of the bank manager's house. And as they're sitting in the car, Natalie's just sitting there smiling mm-hmm. and just keeps looking at, I mean, she's checking him out. Yeah. Like she's looking him like up and down. Yeah. She's like, you think they'll let you keep the uniform? And he's like, what? And she's like, you should ask. And she just keeps going on. Um, you know, Mitch looked really good in his uniform. He was always so, you know, handsome and so shiny. And then Monk cuts her off. What are you talking about? Are you bantering? I I am. I mean, I don't know. I guess a little. I don't banter, Natalie. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> so savage. But she was like, oh, okay. Well, she, yeah. Um, I put, they're so desperate and it's so interesting. It was interesting to see everyone be at their lowest of lows, you know? Um, in the vault. Oh, in the vault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, like primal and whew. Yeah, the, the captain and Randy, they were thinking together and, like, working to escape. And they were, like, wrapping up the jacket mm-hmm. and shooting the lock and just trying to come up with all these ideas. And, you know, the captain finally comes up with they had to get it open. And then Randy's like, I know who's out there and types in the sign and stuff. So, yeah, I, I caught on to that, like, that primal, like, instinct to escape and, like, make teamwork. And mm-hmm. how do we get how do we get out of here? Yeah. Yeah. My second to last like is Metal Man to save the day. Yep. I mean, I was like at the very beginning. I was like, "What does this have to do with anything?" And it was a nice little tie-in. I I enjoyed the Metal Man. I put actually, Trudy saves the day, with her bracelet. Oh yeah. And then I put in parentheses and the silver bastard. They <laughs> <laughs> keep putting on the sign. Call help nine one one. I know you can see this, you silver bastard. <laughs> So this is my last one, actually, Candace, and this is my biggest one by far. This is not a Nobody Believes Monk episode. Oh. Everyone's fairly trustive of Monk, mm-hmm. and they believe in him, which is nice. It's a yeah. nice little break. I mean, the cult one, it wouldn't really fit at all like to not believe Monk since he did it mm-hmm. by himself, and no one could have been like, no, don't do it, Monk. But... Yeah, it's not it's not a nobody lose monk episode, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's and, a good point. Yeah, I have one last Linda like. She says, "I like how Natalie hugs Monk and comforts him as they lay on the floor, and I like the fact that he cares about her and tells her that Julie must be worried about her." You see these moments for a split second where he shows he cares for others and isn't only consumed with his own problems. Wow, that was deep, right? I like that one. That I, I had to read that word for word because. That was, I thought that was a really good like. And then my last one are about Randy. Okay. So for one, he will live forever through his music. Oh, he yes. Was, he was writing in his little notepad when he thought he was going to die. So that was cute. And then my final one is Randy got me big time twice. I watched this episode twice. The entire scene where they're standing in front of the bank manager's house. 
and they're going back and forth and Natalie's talking to the captain mm-hmm. about whatever and Kev is talking to Muck and they're going back and forth. The scene ends. Randy's been standing there, frozen. You watched it the back? whole scene and we watched it together. Yeah, and we both went on FaceTime. And I said, well, I said, did, did was he actually standing there the whole time? I don't know because I didn't see it. You didn't see it either, right? It. And I said, man, I'll have to go back and watch that. Well, I went back and watched the entire episode, mm-hmm. watched the whole thing again. The scene ends, Randy standing there. And I'm like, dang it. I didn't know. I didn't notice Randy again. So I had to go back, rewind the scene and watch it. He is standing there still the entire time. It's so funny. No. Yes. He's just standing there. No, there's all there's walking around no him. one who, who. And nobody noticed. I mean, you know, like we didn't notice, but then they didn't notice. And then he's like, oh yeah, how long was that? And Stonewall's like, what? He's like, I, I was standing there, a statue, you didn't notice? And he's like, uh, actually, you know, try to break the world's record. <laughs> go for it. I'll time you this time. Okay. And go. And then he walks off. Oh my gosh. It's like the, have you seen like the awareness test? Where it's like those kids and they're playing basketball or quote unquote playing basketball. You have to see how many times that they pass the ball and how many times it hits the floor. So you're counting and at the end it goes, did you see the gorilla? Mm-hmm. And then it replays it and there's a gorilla walking through there. I, I have, I've seen versions of that, yes. No, you're like, But yeah, I, I was completely shocked twice. Two, two times Randy got me. He got me good. Did you just like about this episode, Candace? Okay, so we have Miss Vandekamp a.k.a. the pin lady, mm-hmm. when Monk is trying to even out the pins. Mm-hmm. And she's like, where were you yesterday when they needed you? Oh, yeah. And they're like, duh, that's why they hired him. Yeah. Stupid, Stupid lady. lady. Use common sense. I'm an idiot. So that was, that was my first dislike. So I only have one dislike, Candace. Okay. And it is actually a huge spoiler because I, I had it spoiled to me. So if you haven't seen the end of the show, uh, click off. Or not click off. Skip, like, 15 seconds, okay? Right now. Click skip right now, okay? (laughs) I know Natalie and Monk don't get together, Candace. So what the heck was this episode? Like, why would they pull our heartstrings like that? Why would they mess with us? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I mean, I liked it in the sense that it was very flirty, but that still doesn't make me want them to be together. So I'm like, okay, with the fact that, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Now I ship them. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Okay. Going off of that, Monk, but, what? okay, so this, maybe not answer your question really, but Natalie was, like, all over Monk, but Monk gives Natalie nothing. Mm -hmm. Like, she's she's, he's not having it. Like, I don't banter. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Stop that. So, it like, sh- any kind of glimmer, it kind of sort of shuts that down, like, where he doesn't give her anything. Mm-hmm. But then, we walk up to the house, and this is the, you know, the statue scene where Randy's standing there, no one notices. Yes. And Stottlemyre and, and Natalie and Monk are standing there, and Stottlemyre says, has anybody ever told you you look kind of good in a uniform? And oh, Monk yeah. is like, oh, really? I love the clip-on tie. And Natalie's like, hey... Because Aww. he just said he didn't banter. So, obviously, now that's the time where you ship Sodomire oh and Monk. Sodomire and Monk all the way. But let's remember last time, 
you shipped Randy and Stottlemyre because of their bromance. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we're going all around the cast with the shipping. Oh, my gosh. We totally are. So, yeah. I put, you know, he gives Natalie nothing but Stottlemyre total banter That's moment. That's the last two people I would ever put together. Monk and Stottlemyre. They, yeah. Because maybe they get, on, get on each other's nerves so bad. The one time they were in the same house, they almost killed each other. <laughs> okay. I have... This is another one of those times where, of course, poor bracelet, right? Mm-hmm. Trudy's bracelet, like, that's sad. But this is one of those times where Monk does something unethical, where he goes to find Trudy's bracelet alone by himself, well, you know, with Natalie, mm-hmm. but he convinces Natalie. So, like, it's kind of like a plot hole, kind of, sort of, mm-hmm. but I just don't like when Monk doesn't go by the book in general. Like, he stole a piece of evidence off of a dead man. Yeah. He stole that ticket, the pawn shop ticket. So I don't know. I just, I just don't like when he goes off the book. But it yeah. was really cute whenever they get caught by the captain. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, I, um, yeah, we just we thought, you know, we don't want to bother you. <laughs> Sotomayor's like, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> so good. And then I have one from Linda, who she honestly she didn't put it in the dislikes. I put it in the dislikes, but I figured that we could read it for you. And this is when Stottlemyre is interviewing the employees and he's talking to the pregnant woman and he asks, So are you having a boy or a girl? It's a boy. So do you have a name picked out yet or? We haven't decided yet. What's your name? Leland. We haven't decided yet. (laughs) So yeah, that was a good one. And uh, I put it as a dislike just because the pregnant lady is so like flat affect and uh-huh. so rude and kind of weird. So I, yeah, I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was just kind of random. And then my last dislike is the pawn shop owner calling Trudy a nice piece. Oh yeah. That was so awkward. Oh my gosh. I completely forgot. Isn't that, that terrible? Too. Cause he walks in and he's like trying to show him like the bracelet, like oh, I'm looking for the bracelet and shows the picture of Trudy. And he's like, Oh, it's a nice piece. And the bracelet, too. It's like, ew. What a misogynistic pig. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So that's all. That's all that I had for dislikes. Okay. He's the guy. Candace. I'm going to be straight with you. I'm going to be real with you. I don't have anyone for he's the guy. (laughs) But I thought you did have someone for he's the guy because you said you recognized the pawn shop owner. Yeah, I did. But it wasn't. I I recognize the shop. I thought the shop was in another oh. Monk episode, but I might be losing it, Candace. I feel like it was maybe in the... I feel like it's one with Sharona in it, but I'm not sure. There was also a pawn shop in Mr. Monk and the actor, but no, the set wasn't like that. No, no, no. There's also I think a pawn it's one with, the sh- with the, Sharona. In the up all night. It looked, it looked well, like a pawn shop, one of those like weird, gross pawn shops with everything everywhere, except yeah. they just changed the items. Yeah. Like, it looked like the same street. It looked like... Mm-hmm. Which they did use the same street a lot. So, it probably so. was... I feel like it was, like, maybe, like, the Marathon Man or so, one of those close close to there yeah. with Sharona in it. But I can't think of it. But, okay, so the first one is obvious but not obvious. So, I know you know who this is. Dan Castellaneta, who... He's the pawn shop owner. But he is all the voices and Homer Simpson on... The Simpsons. What? Mm-hmm. 
Yep. He plays Homer Simpson. Yeah. And all this. Like, like Barney Rubble, I think, and Mo. And a lot of the main, Whoa. you know, like add-on people. But yeah, he's Homer Simpson. So he's been on what? Since the 80s, mm-hmm. The Simpsons has been on. So that's him. He's the pawn shop owner, which is funny that's because I, I, I recognized his face. And then when I looked it up, I was like, that's not him. His face. Yeah. That is him. There's no way. So I wrote down the other stuff that I knew him from, which there's, I'm going to all list the ones that I actually, the shows that I've watched that he's been on. And then I'll mention the ones that I actually recognized him from. But Parks and Recs, The Mindy Project, How I Met Your Mother, Veronica Mars, That 70s Show, Everybody Loves Raymond, Drew Carey, Married with Children. Uh, He was on Wings, which I haven't seen, but Tony Shalhoub, obviously. And then I recognized him from The Office. He was in uh, the episode Turf War where Andy steals all her paper. He steals that big client and mm-hmm. he, Dan, is the the person that he's trying to convince. Mm-hmm. And then I also recognize him mostly from Friends. He was on an episode where Ross has the monkey and Ross is going to the zoo to try to find his monkey. And he's the creepy like janitor at the zoo and says, I know where you can find your monkey. And lets him know, like, his monkey's not dead or something. He's actually filming beer commercials or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, so that was him. And then the last thing I know him from was Reba. And he was on, Re- you know, Reba McIntyre used to have her own show, mm-hmm. which I loved watching. But he was the dentist that was, like, rivaling, like, the other, you know. The, he was the rival dentist against Reba's ex-husband. So I recognized him from that. Gosh, and, yeah, he's on super famous yeah tons and tons of stuff but, but honestly he's not famous I didn't, that's the thing i know i didn't know that's what he looked like which i mean a lot of people probably know what he looked like but i just i can't believe i didn't know that you know so much popular media like oh that's crazy yeah yep Whew. and then the next person is judith drake who plays mrs van de camp she was in tons of stuff too how i met your mother parks and rec secret life of the american teenager rules of engagement heart of dixie Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, Drake and Josh, The Bench Warmers, and then, of course, The Middle. She was on The Middle. So, another middle oh. person. And then my last, he's the guy, is Bill Choate. He played Leon Harris, who was the heavier set guy who, I think he was wearing glasses. He was one of the tellers. And he was in, he was credited in Galaxy Quest, which is a Tony Shalhoub movie. He was credited as fan number one. And then he was also in an episode of The Middle, and he played, which is what I recognized him from, but he played Mr. I don't know how to pronounce his name, actually, but he's, like, the main teacher on Wizards of Waverly Place. And he's, like... Oh, yeah, you were talking about that. Yeah, Alex and Justin's teacher, like, in high school. Mm -hmm. And he was on there for 23 episodes, which is kind of a lot for a Disney Channel show. He's, like, the most popular... Oh, he's one of the only teachers that they ever show, and that's totally him, so... Wow. So, yeah. Is that all you have? That is all I have. Junk time. Welcome back to my favorite time on the show and yours, where me and Candace eat junk and Candace asks me questions. Questions. <laughs> Just in case anyone didn't know that. Just didn't understand that 20-minute <laughs> pronunciation of questions. Questions. Applesauce. Still good. Still rocking. Still rocking. I ate a lot of the ice, the cookies and cream fudge, which probably you won't be too happy with. 
Sorry. Um, and, like a fourth. Oh gosh, that's okay. I have the hookup if you guys need fudge. Wait, where's the hookup? Know. You know where the hookup is? As in the crazy hookup? Yeah. I didn't know they had. Oh, that's cool. They have tons of flavors. I didn't know. They've got that. like cotton candy, peanut butter fudge, <gasps> butter pecan, regular oh, fudge, straight up peanut butter. I oh, want the fudge. They have all kinds of fudge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. <laughs> okay. okay. Let's start with. We'll start with some more Linda action here. Ooh. Okay. So, like I said, she found us and she actually left us a really nice review on iTunes. And so, Noah, do you want to read that for us? I can, actually. Okay, here's what she says. El Cansoxy. I didn't watch Monk when it first aired, but I'm so glad I found it a month ago when I was looking for something new to watch. I started binge-watching it when I got my daughter hooked on it. I quickly looked to see if there was a podcast that covered Monk and was delighted to find this one. I love the conversations you have with each other, and Noah is so funny with his comments. I like your banter back and forth and like when you act out the funny scenes. Your laughs are contagious. Is that so sweet? I love that. So thank you, Linda. And also, we wanted to shout out her daughter, whose name is Valerie. And hopefully she will, uh, you know, hopefully she's enjoying Monk still as well. And we hope that you enjoy our episodes and stick with our show as well. And make sure if you have not left a review yet, that you go do that. Wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple, Think Stitcher does it. And yeah. All right, so next for my junk time question. If you were to break a world record, what would it be? And that's kind of a really hard question. So to help, I pulled up GuinnessWorldRecords.com. And I thought we could just quickly browse. So honestly, I looked up how to break a record. And it's, I mean, I'm not going to say like, oh, it's so easy, I could do it. But... There's so many categories that you basically can just, like, make up your own category. Yeah, like, the only problem is you have to, like, pay or something for them to come to your house and, like... There was, well, there was, like, a way to do, like, online... Like, submit it. Uh, yeah, and it honestly didn't seem that hard. I mean, I don't want to, really? like, diss world record people, you know. It's still, obviously, you still did something. I was just looking at the process and was, like... Look at like, the lady with the long nails. Like, this, look marathons see now having the world's longest nails that would be hard so it's just fastest marathons just as random things so you could just run the marathon no matter what your speed and then just be dressed as a cartoon character or a dinosaur or it's like all the same friend group too you already know (laughs) it's all the same like day dressed as a star like what so yeah, so that's just some examples. I'm gonna go back and click on most popular records, and let's scroll through those and see what it's we like, can find. It's like when you think and you're just like thinking too much, and you're like, "Man, I'm bad. I'm the first person to ever say blah 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 blah, blah, blah three times or something." It's like that. It's like no one cares, but I mean, yeah, you're you're the first person to do it. Right? Yes, that's yeah. Basically, so let's see if there's. Any, like, there's some that cool ones, could... like Widest Mouth. Widest Mouth. That is a gigantic that mouth, I will say. That is crazy. Largest Pizza. Look at that pizza. Oh. It's like okay, inside of a it. stadium or something. Could you click on it? Total surface area, 13,580 square feet. How did they cook it? It was 100% gluten-free. 
What? Highest vehicle mileage. I'm actually want to see this. <gasps> Three million thirty nine thousand miles. How? Whoa. How? What? Irvin Gordon in the United States on May 1st, 2014. That means before May 1st, there was someone with like 3,038,000. What? I don't know. I bet some of these records just blow people out of the water. Wait, what did world records have anything to owe for longest man standing still? Tallest man ever. Wait, look at look at longest man standing still. Whoa, look at his nose. Go down. The longest nose in a living person measures 8.8 centimeters. Or three inches. Three that, inches? That has to be photoshopped. <laughs> Well, it's how it's it's real. They're all real. Mm, that one longest breath held voluntarily, twenty four minutes. Wow, voluntarily. Tallest dog. Whoa, forty four inches tall. What is that? Oh, poor thing. It was like genetically like three and a half. Okay, I thought he'd be taller. Yeah, me too. Honestly, that's kind of lame. They got like a really small house, I guess. <laughs> Oldest person ever? <gasps> no. A hundred and twenty-two years. Wait, what does it mean oh. by slash one hundred and sixty-four years? I think that's days. Uh, one hundred and twenty-two years and one hundred sixty-four days. So she didn't uh, live to be one hundred twenty-three. Oh no, poor thing. <laughs> poor thing. Actually, I was tired. <laughs> I think it was time. <laughs> Mr. Monk, remember there was an episode of Mr. Monk and the Very, Very Old Man. The world's oldest man was going to be 115. Oh, she learned to be 122. Okay, so let's let's go through the categories and which one we would choose. So animals, arts and crafts, celebrity, dedication and collections, fashion and makeup, food and drink, gaming, human body, learning, marathons, mass participation, money, Nature, size, speed, sports and strength, structures, technology and internet, and transportation. Ooh, transportation looks cool. Um, I'm going to go with mass participation. Because, you know, it's like, it's a cool thing that you do with your friends. And even not with your friends, you get a bond with people. Largest human image of a camera? Largest river dance line. Largest taekwondo display? Largest scream by a crowd. Loudest, but yeah. Loudest. Oops. Most people in a floating line. They were in an ocean and they were floating. Largest parade of kite surfers? What? Largest <gasps> gathering of Elvis impersonators. No way. Longest head massage chain? Oh, that's actually cool. <gasps> Largest skinny dipping? No way. Oh, we missed largest oh, gathering of people dressed as Superman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I couldn't tell what those people were. That's crazy. Oh my gosh, why? Okay. I probably okay. Probably dedication and collections. That I was gonna. That's like the one I was a gonna giant choose. Giant monk thing. Like I could have. I could get on board with collecting a bunch of stuff. So let's see. Most straws stuffed in the mouth. That's not what I was going for. Yeah. Wait. How what? are these collections? Oh, dedication? From incredible displays of practice and perseverance making perfect to amazing feats of seeking, locating, and acquiring items and objects. Oh, I guess. So what the heck does that have to do with anything? Oh, oh very bottom. Star Wars memorabilia. Ew, that's a lot of stuff. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. Whoa. Largest collection of hamburger-related items. Most hula hoops spun simultaneously. 
That's actually kind of fun. 200. At one time. Largest collection of traffic cones. Largest, largest collection of Pokemon memorabilia. memorabilia. Wow. I'm going to go with dedication and collections. I think I'm not like a hoarder by any means, but if it was my like sworn thing, like I'm going to collect this and this and this, like I could, I think I could that'd do that. Kind of fun. I could do that. That'd be fun to find things. And stuff I mean, like that'd that. be expensive, but yeah. be well, fun. that's true. But all right. So that was fun. But junk time is over. That's it. That's all we had. Yep. Plot holes. Okay, Candace. I only have one plot hole. Of course you do, Noah. Candace, I'm sorry. Okay. So my first plot hole is take that silver man downtown. Randy banters with him just a little too long where it's like, okay, dude, you get off of that podium. Why would you? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that guy yeah. was being like really rude and disrespectful. Like, obviously, it was for comedic stuff, but mm-hmm. get off the podium or. And, like, because Randy's just funny because he just exudes, like, no authority whatsoever. Yeah. So, just go get the captain. And also, that guy only takes one minute breaks, if that. Yeah. I was like, dude, it's my break. They talk for, like, 45 seconds, and then he's like, all right. And freeze. Yeah. Crazy. What? That is wild. Okay, mine is Monk doesn't care about his fire hazard toaster. Oh. He's like, oh, it's fine. That's kind yeah, of true. I get that he's yeah. cheap and all, but no. But he's afraid of fire. Yeah, he's afraid. He's definitely afraid of fire. That's how him and Natalie met. He was putting out his fire and he didn't know how to do it because he was scared. That's true. I think they might have said that in Mr. Monk Joins a Cult, too. One of his fears is fire. He starts listing them all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think he says fire. That's Literally a good one. Literally just the one before. That's a good one, Noah. Ugh, 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 ugh. Okay, this is a small one, but... Whenever he's has his uniform, he's the security guard. There's a woman that walks into the bank, and then Monk goes behind her and he wipes down the door handle. Mm-hmm. She didn't touch the inside door handle; she touched the outside door handle. She totally did. Yeah, and she pushes it open, and then it closes behind her, and then he just wipes off the she inside. Might have been my wiping off the other side, like just because. Yeah, I just I, I watched it again and was like. That's, yeah, she's, she didn't touch that. So, (laughs) overkill, Monk. You're right. Okay. My next one is Denise from Tony Shalhoub Daily. She mentioned this when we were doing our summation episode, but she was saying that she's worked at several different banks and that all the banks that she's worked at, that there's been a phone line inside and oxygen inside the vaults. Mm -hmm. So, she said that, in her opinion, you know, she didn't know exactly how the mechanics of everything worked, but that... There's no way they would be trapped in there without any way to communicate or die of lack of oxygen. Because the oxygen's on the inside. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. There's that one. And this one's just kind of like an overarching one where it's like, I know Monk would freak out, but he's been trapped like way worse. He's been trapped in like a coffin. Mm -hmm. And then a few episodes ago, he was trapped in the rubble. Mm -hmm. And I know, I mean, he freaked out a little bit more, but... Like, they were in a pretty big vault. Like, he really thought that they were going to be trapped for... Like, he was going to die in there. I don't know. I mean, it's not... Again, it's not that big of a deal. But it just seemed like that would have been one of the more easy situations for them to get out of. Besides being trapped underground in some form or fashion. Yeah. But Or someone actively trying to kill you. They just were kind of leaving you there. So, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, but... 
I guess, yeah. You're right. Is that all you have? I have one more. Ooh. So those employees there are very lucky that they trapped them on a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Because all those people came into the bank and were like, what do you mean the vault is broken? Like, well, yeah, it's okay. There's going to be a repairman. It'll be fixed by Monday morning. So they were going to leave them there all f- Thursday night, Friday, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday. But what if that happened on a Monday? There's no way they would have gotten away with having that vault closed for the whole week until they died. Yeah, but as soon as it closed, they could have just snuck them out. If they, if they, it came down to that, they could have just snuck them out at the end of the shift. Yeah, that's true. Also... Well, because that gave me an idea, like, well, then they would have had to have killed them, but they weren't, none of them were, like, actually cold-blooded killers. Yeah. They were all just bank employees, but somebody killed the bank manager mm-hmm. in cold blood. Who was that? Who killed the bank manager Who out of all those people? the blonde girl. The, you think it was the blonde girl that locked them in yeah. the vault? Because yeah. that's the one that they were saying that they thought she was dressed up as the Russian. Because remember, there's one person that's dressed up that had to shoot the employee in the arm and then take the money or the all the stuff. Man, that's such so a smart somebody had to thing kill. To the only witnesses are the people who are in on it. Gosh, that's smart. That and is. just be able to be like, oh yeah, they have a Russian accent, and I don't know, like they're super short and blah blah blah, or mm-hmm. just completely lie. Yeah. Because yeah. what are they gonna do? No, you're wrong. No, all the witnesses can attest to that. Yeah. But that's yeah. because they're all in on it. Yep. And I love, too, I know we didn't really mention it, but I love how Monk goes around when he's explaining it to Natalie. Like, who is, who couldn't have done it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, that person had to, you know, oh, move yeah, the plant. Oh, yeah, I love that, too. And it was too heavy. This person had to reach behind the cabinet, and I can't reach, so it's somebody taller than me. And then when they show the here's what happened, it plays it all back where all these different people, he pushes the plant, she reaches behind mm-hmm. the thing, and it all comes together. Yeah. It's like... That was really cool. That was very clever. It was. Very clever. All right, now I'm done. Hmm. How crazy was Monk this episode? Plus crazy moments. All right. I'll let you talk about Okay, out of 10, what? Out of 10 eternal Randy demos. (laughs) That's nice. <laughs> okay, again, I know I'm bad about making multiple ones, but sometimes I just can't pick oh, one. Oh no, you're supposed to so good. Okay, so I put this. This was the basic one. This is the one that is okay. Out of ten Trudy bracelets, mm-hmm. that's yeah, that's basic, standard, right? Basic, yeah. So I put out of ten burnt pieces of toast. Okay, yeah. Okay, and then my last one was out of ten death spots. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Which we'll get to in just a second. <laughs> exactly. Okay, Candace, name some crazy moments. Okay, let's do some of Linda's crazy moments, right? We talked about the uh, the toaster issue. They're only $30. Or you can see your house burning down around you. Well, I am renting. We'll just see what kind of year we have. Yeah. So there's the toaster issue. There's the uh, Win Monk is standing behind the bank teller and the customers come up and they deposit an odd amount of money. So Monk pulls out his own money mm, to make it even, yeah. right? When Monk is in the vault, he accepts he's going to die and says, I'm going to die right here. Mr. Monk, no, you're not. You're right. You're right. I'm going to die over there. I call it this spot. You could die over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
that's a good one. That's a really good crazy moment. Okay, what else do we have? Monk wipes the door pool. Right, yeah. And then uh, whenever he goes to the bank originally, he starts talking to the branch manager and asks, you know, what happened? And then the guy starts telling him, you know, so-and-so got shot and it was a big deal. And Monk's like, okay, yeah, yeah. Is this going to be like a long story? Because I kind of have something (laughs) to check on. Okay, Monk evens out the pens. Yep, the pens, yep, have to definitely be even. (laughs) Whenever they're in the pawn shop, Natalie wants him to buy a used toaster for five bucks. And he says, I'm pretty sure that's how the bubonic plague was started, unless I'm wrong. <laughs> Monk's death spot. Yep. You you can die over there. <laughs> and then the last one is, it's when he's banging on the, oh, yeah. the door and he's like, Madge. And then he takes Natalie's wrist and he bangs on it. Like, Madge. <laughs> so it's like Sherry. But Madge, and he uses Natalie's arm instead. Okay, Candace. So, out of ten death spots. I'm going to give him a seven. Really? Yeah. And I gave him a seven for only caring about Trudy's bracelet and not caring about the bank robbery, really, at all. Like, because the reason he is so desperate and wants to go undercover isn't to solve the bank robbery. It's to get Trudy's bracelet. So Candace, I guess you hate Trudy then. And and he lied to cover it up, and got and stole a pawn ticket. Yeah, but that went against his scruples. He was right though. In the end, he was. He would have never seen the bracelet again. Candace. Oh wait, that was one of my plot holes. I forgot to write down. Okay, wait, wait. So you're telling me that if I have my stuff at a bank, somebody robs the bank, and then they recover the stuff. That was stolen. I don't get to have it back. I don't get to have my money back? That's yeah, no, but it's not that money, would not happen. It's evidence. I would, you're telling me, like, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not a police officer or whatever, but I don't get to have my stuff back that was stolen from me from the bank? It sounds like you are a police officer, Candace. I'm not a cop. Yeah, freeze. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> but, I mean, he's not wrong. You, I, Candace, they have the police guy on. Oh, they do? That's so a consultant. He, he'd probably be like. They also hey have guys. like the best writers in the history of yeah. writers, but we also still they also have High Conrad. So, yeah. yeah. Best writer. It's true. I think ever. True. To ever live. Okay. Um, so out of 10. Out of 10 immortal Randy demos. It's a two out of 10 for me, Candace. Dang. Yeah, that's right. It's not very, not very crazy to me. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like it was kind of justified in what he did with, with Trudy's bracelet. Okay. All right. So two and seven. seven. Rate this episode. Okay, Candace. What would you rate this episode? Okay. Is there any chance you could go first? Oh, I can. Okay. Oh, I'm interested to see what your rating is. And maybe I'll change mine based off yours. Um, I don't know why, but I didn't put... A, uh, for as good as I rated it, I did not put anything for why. So, great episode. Funny. Classic. Reminds me of the jury duty. Enjoyable. Not as not quite as good as jury duty. But amazing. I loved it. So, for this reason, I'm giving it a 9.5 out of 10. Okay. All right. Oh, some really good episodes recently. Yeah. We had, we, I rated the last episode a nine. 
mm-hmm. out of ten. And then I'm pretty sure recently I've also rated a ten. Oh yeah, stays so, up all night. So you like that one better than this one? St- stays up all night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this episode is beyond fantastic. The suspense was there. The comedy was there. The emotion was there. The crime was maybe not the most memorable. Really? Yeah. Just for just the bank robbery thing in general. <sighs> but suck. but it's still but it still had good who done it vibes. Like who it actually was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like every character and actor stood out in this episode, which is a big plus. I think the captain did great. I think Randy and mm-hmm. Natalie were standout in this episode. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to go with a 10.995. What? So, 9.95? Yeah. Why isn't it a 10 out of 10, then? Give us a reason. I think I think it really is because of the crime. I, I was thinking about, like, what actually was the crime, and it was... It was a bank robbery. It was, um, you know, they were all in on it and that was great. But then I was like, okay, then what's the clue? The clue was the toothpicks that he saw on the ground. Like, oh, who drew straws? And I I don't, it's just, again, like it was great and everything else was great. It's just that I don't know if I could give a perfect 10 for a crime that wasn't super, super memorable. Like, oh, that clue was so great or... Oh, that really? Was... I could yeah. not agree less. So that was a great crime. Okay, well, to each his own. The reason it was a good crime was because you remember that amazing clue, and it's like, oh, it had to have been one of the people, and then it revealed that it was all of them because all of them had their little quirks, and he could have figured that out if he was all more open-minded. It what, was good. What clue though? Remember, and he's like, okay. This person had long enough arms, but it couldn't have been them because they weren't tall enough. But it couldn't have been them because they weren't this or they weren't that. And it was a perfectly executed crime to make it someone who none of them are. Well, but he did figure out that it was the most likely the branch manager. Because the branch manager did fit all of those criteria. And then once the branch manager was murdered, then he realized, okay, it's got to be somebody else. Because the branch manager was yeah, killed. Yeah, but it's so, so good. It was. It just... Candace, Candace, just end the podcast. I get that. We get that you hate us. Come on. Just end the okay, but okay. For one, I rated it 9.95. So it was just that I didn't, I didn't feel as enthusiastic about like, I'm giving it a perfect score just because of that. Whereas the other, the other times I've given perfect scores, the crime to me is like very like oh i loved this clue or i loved this crime i loved the murder or i loved the villain like there was no villain in this one you know where someone stands out as oh he was a good bad guy that you know yeah but it's so, not traditional that's what makes it so good but i feel like the characters the i feel like the characters brought it home and mm-hmm. i did like that so again the suspense was there of like oh who did do it but not not in the way that where the crime was stand out to me. So, okay. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, As Noah and I fight in private now. Yeah. Off. Off. I mean, uh, I'm indulging my fight right now. I finished all my applesauce too. Really? Yeah, it's cinnamon flavored too. So. Can we get a round of applause for this fudge, please? 
It was really good. I'm not going to lie. It's super good, right? Good fudge for a good episode. Yeah. The other one I've tried is the peanut butter chocolate. Very good. It's like layered. I feel like I didn't have much to say about this episode besides the fact that it was amazing. Yeah. So Yeah, you only rated it a a 9.5. You rated it way too high for what you were saying, in my opinion. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. All right, let's... Smize and catfish. Oh gosh. (laughs) That's our new thing, guys. Dancing with the stars. Yeah, you're going to hear a lot of Dancing with the Stars from now on. It's so funny because I know so many people are like, ugh, Dancing with the Stars. Okay, here's my Dancing with the Stars soapbox. Okay. Kimos loves Dancing with the Stars, you guys. Dancing with the Stars. Okay, for one, I love shows about celebrities. Like, celebrities are doing this. Like, The Masked Singer. I just, I like. I do not like The Masked Singer. But I I do like Dancing with the Stars. Well, for one, Masked Singer is hard to do when you're young because a lot of the people are older. And so it's really hard. No, that's not the same thing. It's. Okay, what, that's not what I'm talking about. I don't care about Masked Singer. Okay, Dancing with the Stars is really good because it's a lot of people are, for one, you get to see like different sides of everyone's personality, but then also the celebrities, you know, they're people too. And so they've gone through hard times and it's like, you know, this dancing is, you know, got my mind off of this or, you know, I never thought I would do this again. Or, I mean, like they've had crazy people. They've had blind people, deaf people, you know, not all like that, but there's just really good stories. Those are just like the extremes of that, but it's just very... I like it. Like when when someone doesn't give all of themselves and all their emotion to the dance, you can tell. And so you're like, mm, it's just not connecting. But when someone does connect with the dance and it's good, and even if it's like kind of mediocre, but you can tell they're connecting to it, you're just like, they did so good. And you're so happy for them. And then they seem genuinely happy. Mm-hmm. So I love the show. And um, after our, we're done with Monk, we're going to do a whole Dancing with the Stars podcast. No, we're not. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, I'm, 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 still, like to see. I'm still in the works of uh, trying to get Noah like super into Dancing with Stars. I'm into it. He's watched it. one season. I've watched one season. That's it. Yeah. We've watched several seasons. We've yeah, seen them like yeah. on tour two or three times. Oof. And yeah, we're fans. We are fans I of it. I can tell. So I'm going to start my collection. Oh no! My monk, oh no! My monk Mirror, collection and my collection. my mirror balls. Yeah, but if we're talking about Tyra Banks or like anyone on the show, expect that for the next few weeks until Dance with the Star season ends. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It'll take us good some uh, clean through season six. We're so I don't know why Welcome we feel to so tired. Dancing with the stars. Do you feel tired? We're so mellow right now. We Can are very we mellow. Meditation. <laughs> we need to meditate again. Um, it's only five. It's only six. Oh, it is six. Okay, let's do other things. We need to get other stuff done today. So when I go scooter, I mean we can. Before Toby, we also. Back. I know Toby watches Dancing with the Stars with us, and so we have to catch yeah, up. Yeah, but at the same time, Toby. he's getting here at like eight. So we scooter for a little, and then Toby. Guys, we'll figure this out later. <laughs> we've become friends. We've we've gone past the fighting. Now we're back to <laughs> coordinating our social calendars for all you yeah. people. So, all right. Well, thank you again to Linda also for your review, for your awesome viewer's voice. Thank you so much for contributing to it. She did more than um, I did this episode. She really did. She actually did. That's very Thank you, Linda. True. We love you. And uh, she said, thank you to you. Uh, thank you again for giving me the opportunity to talk about my new favorite show. I could go on and on. Y'all are doing a great job. Please don't stop. 
Smellies. Linda. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, all of you beautiful monkers out there. We will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video or Peacock TV. And of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.